You're listening to the Happy Hour with Nick Sainert. Look at him and tell me there's a God. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hour 93.7, the ticket, the ticketfm.com. Nick and Rico with you. Does nobody know what the F is for phenomenal is from? I don't. Wheezy F baby. And the I F is for phenomenal. That means. I can't stand you. What young, is it? I can't stand you young people. No, no it, it's nothing. Never mind. Okay. The text line should know. I'm sure some of them do. How do you not? How do you not know? I don't know. Wheezy F baby and the F is for phenomenal. And that doesn't ring any bells. Zero. Uh, I have to I have to look it up on Google. Oh, is it Lil Wayne? Yes. Nice. I know Lil Wayne. It? Rico, Rico, you, you shouldn't be shocked by this stuff. You really shouldn't. I can't stand you. That's fine. Why do I why do I still work with you? <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sutter Heyman text line, both those open for you guys the uh, entire show today. Okay, before we get into ba- Husker basketball, more specifically, um, exciting times are on the horizon, and there's a, a busy couple of weeks coming up. Starting next Wednesday, we begin the marathon of high school basketball on the ticket. Next Wednesday, the girls' state tournament begins. We'll have every single game from Pinnacle Bank Arena on the ticket starting next Wednesday going through Saturday for for the girls' tournament. And then the following week, same format, Wednesday through Saturday for the boys' tournament. So um, make sure you you tune it in right here. There will be a lot of – hours spent at Pinnacle Bank Arena over the next two and a half weeks or so. Um, but in, in, the t- or in addition to that, uh, we'll have Husker Baseball in Minnesota, the Women's Basketball Tournament out in Minneapolis, the Men's Basketball Tournament in Chicago the following week. There's a lot going on. Husker Softball goes down to Las Cruces this weekend. There's a lot of sports going on these next two and a half weeks um, when, you, when you throw in the state tournaments as well. So... A lot of exciting times on the horizon. Everything's happening. Make sure you got your laptops, your TVs, your tablets, your phones ready because they're going to be running all weekend, all all day, all the time. You're going to have a lot of things to watch and listen to um, here and, 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 and everywhere else. It'll be classes A through D2. All of them. All of them. At least all the games that are played at PBA. All the games that are played at PBA. Any game that tips off at PBA... You will hear. We'll hear it here on ninety three seven. The ticket. Yeah. So got a good team lined up. We're ready to ready to roll. Obviously, we'll have a contribution from Husker Hall of Famers Strick, Jay, Ad, Raff, myself, Carter, um, Josh. All of us will be kind of teaming up because DP gets to go out of town for him to the women's basketball tournament, DP men's basketball there. tournament. So that's why I'm saying we got everything covered. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. So uh, exciting times on the horizon. So so we're excited to, to get rolling. Okay. Um, let's talk about this Husker basketball game. So Nebraska wins 70-66 to last night 
in a game where that that was really weird. I mean, Rico, you and I were sitting next to each other, and so we'll reference reference a couple of the conversations and comments we made last night. But there was like a time where Nebraska was up, I think, fifteen to six, and I, I looked at you and I said, "Hey, be careful! Like this one, this one could go heavily in Nebraska's favor." And you doubted me. I did. And then you give credit to yourself because you said you I sat said there and was if like, "It's a if close it's a, game. Yep. Nebraska's going to win. The only way Maryland wins is if they blow Nebraska out. But if they're close, yes. this team is gritty enough, and I think that they'll make enough plays. And Derek Waffle will play big boy basketball just like he did, mm-hmm. and they'll be able to to, to gut out a win." And that's just what happened. Yeah, they did it. So sometimes I'm right. Very seldom. Sometimes you know, blind squirrel finds a nut. So every so often, right? But I will let you know when I am. Yeah. Um, but either way, Nebraska just with a with a resilient performance because and I think that's a really good word for it. When you look at some of the matchups across the floor, where you had Sam Hoiberg guarding Jameer Young, who is uh, who is a Charlotte transfer, but averaging over uh, over over 16 points per game for. Uh, Maryland and and he's held right at his average at 16. Mm-hmm. Um, goes one of three from beyond the arc. Obviously tried to hit that mid range at the end of regulation. And Sam Sam Hoiberg, I have to say Hoiberg because we want to make sure we give it's credit. Two Sams. He gave, he he had a phenomenal defensive effort on that last shot or possession for Maryland in regulation. That it was one of those. And Fred Hoiberg talked about it after the game, where it's if if Jameer Young hits that shot at the end of of the second half. That's when you just kind of throw your hands up and say that's a nice offensive play because we did everything we could mm-hmm. without fouling on defense. Um, and and luckily, for, luckily for Nebraska, it, it rimmed out and we were all good to go. But then in overtime, you had exceptional plays, or I should say down the stretch just in general, exceptional plays from Blaze Kata and Sam Hoiberg. And there's one play that if you go back and watch the, some of the highlights, one of the plays that will show up is Sam Hoiberg's strip underneath the Maryland basket to go the other way. And I want to say it was towards the end of the second half. And Sam Hoiberg is going to get credit for the steal there, and, and rightfully so, but it's the play that Blaze Keita hurt his ankle on. He does an exceptional job of moving and shifting his feet to stay in front of the ball handler and and stay squared up, I should say, mm-hmm. without without fouling him on the body, forcing him, cutting off the baseline underneath the hoop, and to allow him to open up towards the perimeter, and that's when Sam Hoiberg gets the steal. Blaze Kata is the biggest dude on Nebraska's roster, and he does two things exceptionally well. Draw charges and use his body and his length to his advantage without Mm -hmm. drawing fouls on himself. The way that he's able to, as you said, shift his feet and get in people's ways and, and keep his hands straight up. He'll jump straight up. Sometimes he'll get a block, but a lot of times he just alters yeah. shots. He uses his size so well to alter all of these shots or to stop people from, from getting into better mm-hmm. position and possibly you know somebody will come in and get a steal. He does such an amazing job at that without fouling that it's, it, it's amazing that – or it, it's – Fantastic that he's finally healthy and no longer, well, now yeah. he might be injured again, um, doesn't have that high ankle sprain because his his contributions, not scoring-wise, but defensively that don't show up on the box score and rebounding have come at a perfect time for Nebraska. Well, and it's a much-needed week off for guys like Blaze Keda and for Jamarcus Lawrence who are now finding themselves as, as in a key position as the season winds down and... When we talk about kind of Nebraska, I, don't, I hate to say defying the odds last night, 
But when you look at how this season has gone, and, and last night specifically, the officiating was really, really poor. I mean, it was really bad. And especially in key moments, you had that foul called on Sam Greasel that gave him his fourth personal foul. You had Derek Walker. Um, I was seriously concerned about Nebraska when Derek Walker picked up those two fouls in the same possession. Well, they're like 10 seconds apart. Because, number one, they, they weren't the, the most... They weren't the greatest calls, but you also know that if, from watching D walk, he's going to give a hundred percent effort every time out there. It's very physical, and sometimes that gets him in trouble because he gets into foul trouble. And so when he got his third foul, I think at the twelve minute mark, and Sam uh, Greasel got his fourth around a similar time, and then you add on top of that the long Nebraska scoring drought that they were they were suffering in through the midst of it, about an eight minute scoring drought, then. You're saying, like, I found myself up there going, yikes, this one's getting out of hand. Like, unfortunately, Maryland's up seven, eight points, and you have your two of your most important players on this roster are in foul trouble. And and when Derek Walker picked up his third, he had to he had to sit down. Sam Greasel had to sit down for an extended period of time, unfortunately. Like, it was, oh, no, where who's going to step up? You need somebody to step up because Maryland at that time had also found an answer for – Kase Tominaga, and they were face guarding him the entire time, and so Nebraska just kind of held and kind of tried to stay strong throughout the entire thing. They did so successfully, and think about what we're saying throughout the last season and, and previous years. It's been when Nebraska makes one mistake, they kind of pile on top of each other, and, and it kind of gets out of control. This season, they don't allow that to happen. Think about last night. You had Derek Walker, who was extremely frustrated because um, he was getting called for a foul on one end and then tried to go up strong, and there was no whistle on, on Nebraska's side. He's getting beaten into and, the ground. And you had you had Sam Greasel, who got all ball or at least no arm. Mostly ball. On that jump shot right in front of Maryland's bench. And he Maryland gets bailed out with with a foul, and so through that it showed veteran leadership number one on Derek Walker and Sam Grayson's part. It showed unbelievable coaching and and managing of the roster and, and subs on Fred Hoiberg and the staff, and also just showed discipline and, and the idea and this mentality that Nebraska's kind of absorbed this season to where it's we're going to try to figure out whatever we can do and we're go, we're willing to do it to stay competitive in a game. And at the end of the day, last night, Kase hit that big three at the at the start of overtime. You had downhill Derek Walker going to work, who finished, or excuse me, who had three fouls at the 12-minute mark, and at the end of regulation, in crunch time, still had three fouls. It was and just, was still playing the same brand yes, of basketball that he normally yes. plays. He, he'll get the ball, he'll go downhill, he'll, he'll drop his shoulder into you, and somehow, I don't know, and we were talking about this up there, I don't understand how he gets some of his shots to fall yep. because it doesn't seem like he even looks at the basket. He just, he just knows where it's at, and he must his brain must be running a million miles a minute because he'll toss the ball up, it'll go off the backboard and go straight into the back. It, it's, it's the weirdest thing. But it works just about every time for Derek Walker, mm-hmm. and it's extremely impressive. Um, the fact that he is able to they, – they run the offense through him. Just he gets it at the top of the key, and he just makes everything go um, is amazing for Nebraska because to, to go on top of that and have Sam Greasel running the show uh, from time to time as well as, as you know your point guard, those two together – 
if they can stay out of foul trouble and and if Derek Walker's getting his shot to fall, are are going to take Nebraska hopefully to to three more wins to end the, the regular season because as Derek Walker goes, so does this Nebraska basketball team. I understand that Casey Tominaga is the the bright star, the the scoring explosion that everybody wants to see hit threes from the logo, but. Derek and Casey have developed some kind of bond where when Derek has it at the top, Casey is cutting. I mean, his off-ball movement is nonstop. That's that is another thing that we notice. The dude never stops moving. And when he cuts to the basket, he is one of the first people that Derek is looking for because his ability to catch and get the ball out of his hands in one swift movement is phenomenal. Nebraska's defense held Maryland to 10 of 22 on layups and just two fast-break points. Um, Nebraska committed only 10 turnovers in last night's game. Um, And and Nebraska, in in addition, I want to say, I think they won the rebound battle. They lost by one. They lost by one, thank you. Sorry. And so, 45-44. And that's with... They were down by seven to start the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's just, you know, once again, though, you look at at some of those, those other statistics that might not get talked about a ton, and it's the... You allowed, you allowed just two fast break points. Um, That's on, on ten turnovers. Yourself on twelve turnovers scored eleven fast break points. Um, you had guys down the stretch that hit their free throws, and Sam Hoiberg and Jamarcus Lawrence hit one of two. His only point all night. Jamarcus Lawrence once again. I mean, growing right before our eyes and just 18 minutes because of that ankle injury mm-hmm. goes 0 of 5 from the field 0 of 2 from deep but in crunch time hits one of two free throws um that the one that made it a four point game in fact mm-hmm. and so it, you just you just kind of look up and down this roster and it you're starting to kind of get excited for the future but you're kind of also hesitant because of what Nebraska basketball has been through, number one. And number two, you also don't know who's all going to be here next year. Nebraska has dealt with attrition year after year, and we know for sure that Emmanuel Bandemo won't be here, Sam Griesel will not be here, and Derek Walker won't be here either. Casey Tominaga is the big one. Eli Rice, the IMG product, dropped another 20-burger last night Mm -hmm. um, in IMG's game, so you kind of have an idea of what's coming in. But C.J. Wilcher has a decision to make. Casey Tominaga has a decision to make. You hope that they continue to grow up, uh, Jamar- Jamarcus Lawrence and Denham Dawson. And then you have a guy like Blaze Cata that what was concerning at the start of the year for how he could f- he could replace Derek has become less conserving- concerning as we've seen a, a healthy Blaze Cata kind of come onto the scene here. You're not going to ask him to do the exact same things as, as Derek is doing for this Nebraska team, but his mm-hmm. ability to be big. Yeah. Just his his physical presence and his rebounding IQ um, are going to be very invaluable for Nebraska going forward. So, unnamed texture says this: Why isn't Denim Dawson playing more? And, and I saw that question kind of come up a couple times on Twitter over the course of the last twenty four hours or so. And I want to say it's they've they've went with a certain lineup. Also, I'm not sure how you could take out a guy like Sam Hoiberg in this in this spot of the game like he was in the, and how much impact he had on it. But I think that's a good question for, for Husker Hall of Famer Eric Strickland. So let's bring him in and Austin Orman. We'll talk about uh, and, and answer that question and more coming up on the happy hour on the ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. 
More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.